Podcast 135. The OGs are all back. We're back, baby. <laughs> uh, long hiatus for myself. Hello, everybody. Uh, obviously, Adam and Tim were out and off the rock. They're back. Dexter's steady Eddie. He's been on every podcast, I think, right from day one almost. So uh, I, I think I've missed two now, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a life? Who needs a life? Not this guy. That's right. And uh, today, Timmy's going to take over the reins. He's going to host this thing. He knows the schedule. He knows the timing oh, format. So we're going to yeah. let him run it. <laughs> okay, well, good luck. Hey, like, <laughs> now you got me all nervous. That's not what we talked about in the background, so... <laughs> That's uh, exactly what we talked about, actually. No, I, I think it's sort, sort of thing that I would normally do, just throw it on somebody and, and figure out later. So uh, I guess that's karma, eh? Yeah, well, figure <laughs> yeah. it out now. Let's go. Yeah. Here we go. Perfect. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, so I, I, we haven't heard any from any of you guys in a while. And Carrie, we, obviously, we're starting a new hashtag, our daddy's back. So that's great that he's, <laughs> that he's back on podcast. So it's nice to have you back there, Crates. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. So yeah. I can make fun of you a little bit, and then people can make fun of me, and it just keeps going around and around. There, there is a little bit of a joke. If you make fun of me, apparently you get a cookie. I guess that was going around in, in Newfoundland a little bit, and uh, we, we ran out of cookies multiple times. I go cookies many times at stores, and uh, and if they you, probably if you see, didn't even know they needed a cookie, they got in, a cookie. In all fairness, if you, oh. if you see Tyler, he probably went up a pound size. Um, he, ate, he ate lots of cookies, that guy. Tyler ate lots of cookies. Now he's just an extra, extra small. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, no longer a youth large. He's now a mint small. He's grown up and wrinkled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, it was, it was good, though, so. Ryan gets a cookie. <laughs> yeah, so begins. Really great, really great, so. So. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk what, about what's been happening stuff in a bit. Obviously, we'll talk about. Yeah. How about we talk about a little bit of like the uh, the Newfoundland experience for you guys outside of the bowling? Let's. How was uh, how was being in Newfoundland for you guys? Well, I didn't see the sun in like six days. <laughs> yeah. <So>. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. New, Newfoundland's incredible, right? It's uh, the, the the people are amazing. Um, like I said, unfortunately, the weather wasn't very good. Uh, well, we were, you know, during polling days anyways, but, uh, I guess when, when we first got there, uh, everybody kind of hit, uh, hit up George street that first night, which was fantastic. Uh, saw a lot of the different teams down there and spent, uh, spent quite a few hours drinking with, uh, the Quebec and Saskatchewan crew. And, uh, then basically I didn't leave the bowling alley for, for three days, um, for, for the most part. And, uh. Then they, they, at least at least we had one extra day afterwards on that that Sunday. Yeah. Uh, did a few brewery tours and uh, hit yeah. hit the the fish exchange and all that stuff, which was uh, pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, you guys it, got down to Kitty Vitty. Kitty Vitty is one of my favorite places in this world. It was just awesome. the, just such a cool atmosphere and location and just everything about it is amazing. Beautiful. Obviously, New Flynn, I Unfortunately, a lot of us haven't been able to diverge around or like further out than. St. Uh, St. John's, right? So, uh, worked out really well. Like Adam said, weather-wise, Monday, Tuesday was good. Sunday was good. Everything during bowling time was a bag of poo, right? It wasn't. It was. <laughs> it was. It wasn't the greatest in the world. But that being said, it, it worked out perfect. Uh, um, we went up and saw Signal Hill right away, and uh, unfortunately, we, we decided to follow Brett Wren down the 
like Billy goats down the side of the mountain, not down the path. And uh, about an hour and 15 minutes later, and Lynn Howell almost having three heart attacks, we got to George Street. Yeah, we walked that way. And I totally, totally regret that. Yeah. Um, we was, almost it, kill Lynn every time he goes to Nationals in Newfoundland, though. He almost dies one way or another. So. Yeah. And so we went to George Street. Um, if many of you guys don't know, uh, uh, everybody off the plane went to George Street or did some things beforehand. Adam was the only one to have a little nap. Um, so, so Adam missed out on a lot of festivities. So whether he says he didn't have time, he chose not to make time. So um, it all worked out. It you all worked what? out very well. Now, there. for for the record, Tim, uh, yeah. you also went to bed at like ten while I was still up partying until three 11. or four. So and honest, uh, no, honestly, like, exaggerating. Just obviously like, that nap paid off because he fucking put you on his back for the first two days we, of that we, tournament so that's something we can discuss when we talk about the men stuff this is a banter this is not a, this is not a probably should have you had a nap you don't homie. you don't owe a cookie or anything like that um it, it worked out. george Street was great um obviously it's always a lot of fun and then we really enjoyed uh the brewery tour kitty vitty just the landscape and everything there is just absolutely gorgeous um then we went to yellow belly went to uh, another one, uh, obviously too many flights to remember all this stuff. And uh, that Bannerman, Bannerman, yes, yeah, yeah. Bannerman was good, and uh, it, it worked out really well. Um, we really enjoyed ourselves, and uh, yeah, hospitality is always great there. We got a cabbie that played the spoons. We're in there. He, he did. He was playing the spoons and on his phone. So distracted driving is is not a thing there. And stopping at red lights and 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 red and uh, stop signs. <laughs> Uh, Adam almost got hit by a car in the bus. That was another thing. We almost didn't make it to. Yeah. We almost didn't make it to uh, the finals. Adam almost yeah. got hit by a bus. Yeah. So. Taylor and Brad. Uh, th this car came literally within a foot, and uh, all, all of a sudden, our, uh, our our bus driver ended up missing the, uh, the the second hotel. So he does this like you know three sixty on uh, uh, or I guess one eighty on, on the highway, <laughs> and the other car did not stop whatsoever. So no. it, 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 uh, it came real close to being ended there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, but really we, what stop signs? Like they, they, there is no stop signs there for these drivers, right? No, no, it's, it was, I, I would probably rather take my driver's training out there. I, I think anybody passes out there. So we're good. We're really good. <laughs> that, 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 that being said, that being said, I do have to give a shout out. Uh, I know there was a lot of things going on with hotels and unfortunate things that happened, but uh, Newfoundland committee did a hell of a job regardless after yeah. um, they had a lot of, a lot of stuff on their plate last minute, um, two hotels last minute, you know, everything else going on three years of pandemic. Um, happy to be there, happy to be on the rock. And it was great to have, have it there. So uh, once again, we really enjoyed ourselves. So do you, do you still agree with it after this comment? Well, I, I, mine is Craig. Mine is Craig. And Craig gets a cookie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I mean, that, that's something we can discuss, right? You know, it's, um, yeah, teamwork. Teamwork's a very good thing here, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it worked out worked out in my favor pretty well. But, um, yeah, yet it was again. great. <laughs> yet again, yet again. Isn't that yeah. the truth, yeah. eh? He's great at qualifying. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I guess we maybe we can talk about uh, quickly about. Uh, uh, oh, that was awesome! Yeah, that'd awesome. be awesome. That's pretty JB. cool. Yeah, 
It was yeah, that, was, that was the whole PEI crew went down there and did that, right? That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. So actually, long story short, Craig can talk about this. Sheila deserves a cookie. She walked by with a piece of paper after I finally got my first full game in, game seven, and she's like, you did it, Tim. You did it. <laughs> 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 so uh, that was very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, Adam, we can sort of talk about your Hall of Fame. Uh, I know you don't like talking about yourself. Well, we uh, can we can talk about that when we get to the, the we'll, Tim. We'll and, do all that later. Tim and Weber like section. Yeah, that, it, yeah. There'd be a lot more Weber. <laughs> it's it, it's an eighty twenty thing, right? It's an eighty twenty thing. <laughs> the 80/20 thing. So that's that's all right. How about the Oilers? Hey, you guys aren't talking much about the Oilers these days. Oh, hey, you know what? Uh, you know what, what happened? It's all right. Hey, we're just happy to be there, right? So. Honestly, were you, were you it, actually there? It was a good season. Um, they made it further than Blues. I, lo- I love all the Calgary fans being like, "Oh yeah, Edmonton, <laughs> Edmonton won as many games as in the Western Conference as Calgary did." I was like, "Yeah, but you guys won three last games in the in the in the division finals, so get out of here!" Like, <laughs> they they get a higher draft pick though. Yeah, well, fair. They're, they're gonna need it after they have to replace Goudreau. <laughs> Hey, it sounds like Mike Smith's going to retire, so that, that frees up a lot of... And, and Koskinen's uh, gone? Yeah. He's going to Sweden or something Your like that? Your nightmares will go away. Maybe one day they'll get a defense and it won't matter about both. No, I mean, we, we have Nurse, nine and a half. He's Norse Trophy candidate, right? <laughs> you know what? Kudos to... I, I, I love... Foreign labor. Yeah. Yeah, it's unreal. I, I love hearing the injuries afterwards of what people played play through. And it's just... It's just Absolutely nuts. Yamamoto played through a concussion. I didn't think that was a thing, but an upper body injury all is all the same, right? So yeah, but I mean, it was like it was like Tanev when they were talking about him, and he had like the his like his shoulder was all like manhandled. There was no way he should be playing at all, and he played the last two games against us. So, right? but then you see, you hear Nurse, you hear Drysital. Um, it's it's pretty nuts. But you know, yeah. it's and we talk about injuries in sports. There were some major injuries out there. Obviously, uh, after the playoffs were finished, Brad Rusnak came out and he had a couple injuries. He 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 didn't disclose to his pals, all his competitors out there. And uh, I mean, there was one guy from Northwest Territories that played. Uh, actually, he literally was in a wheelchair. He literally was in a wheelchair, and then he bowled. He got out of the wheelchair and bowled. Yeah, crutches, crutches, that's, crutches. That's great. Kudos and, to and, him. He and he beat pretty big name players. He beat MD, Mister Mitch Davies. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and, uh, Betcha, that guy played most of his frames in the first seven games, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the guy should have received an all-star for that. <laughs> that that's 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 awesome, though. I love hearing that stuff. Good for them. Yeah, that's that's, that's so good. Super cool. Yes, hey, what, what, super cool. What about actually, Bennington yeah. uh, finally admitting that he threw that bottle at Kadri? Oh, did he actually admit it? He admitted it, yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. And Kadri got injured, ironically, so. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. good. It was all good, though. But yeah, so a, a, amazing trip away from the bowling alley as well. Yes. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite places in this world, that's for sure. Yeah, Perfect. Far mine. All right. Well, we might as well, uh, before we bring in our first guest, we'll thank our patron members. For uh, sponsoring us and uh, donating as little as two dollars a month and helping us out bring this podcast to you guys every 
week, second week, third week. It's summer. Who knows what, what it's really going to be like, but uh, we try and bring it to you as much as we can and hopefully with good content. Um, so you can sign up at <laughs> patreon.com slash MyPinUniverse. <laughs> why are you guys laughing? Don't promise too much, man. <laughs> like, all, all, I, all I know is right now it says we have 78 viewers. And after Courtney, after Courtney and Abby leave, we're going to be down to about 30. So, <laughs> Whoa, what are you saying about Jenna? After Jenna's done, we'll oh, be down to Jenna, about 10. We talk wow. about yeah, it's because I'm back, guys. Didn't you know? <laughs> Anyways, let's bring in our first guest. <laughs> so without further ado. Courtney Lucas, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Courtney. <laughs> could you could you speak up a little bit? I'll <laughs> <laughs> make it through. I'm sure well. How you doing? Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I've been a long time lurker on the podcast, so I'm very excited to be here. Awesome. Good. Good to hear. Good to hear. How are you feeling after this week? Good. <laughs> I've been a little bit sick, but I've really been riding the high. Good. Good. You had an unbelievable tournament. Like, <laughs> absolutely unbelievable. I mean, as a team, you guys had an unbelievable tournament. You personally had an unbelievable tournament. Um, averaging 261 and 18 wins. That's insane. That's incredible. Unreal. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank well you. earned. So, Courtney, I guess we can go back a little bit to your team. Um, yep. You guys qualified second, and you guys uh, were just a little bit be uh, half a point above third, right? Yep. So, so the last game you lose to Alberta, uh, was there a little bit of uh, the extra half point end up being pretty pretty big? Don't you think? Yes, and we told Selena got that half point, and we told her that half point's going to be big. Half points always come in handy. And she will still tell you to know, that's my half point. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It's it's such a big difference being, uh, (laughs) there we go. Selena makes that comment there, right? Um, It's it's, it's such a big difference being a two seed instead of a three seed, obviously the less games, but you're automatically guaranteed a medal, right? And obviously, Silver is not a medal anybody wants to get. They want to get the gold, but it, it helps that a little bit, right? So um, o- over the course of your qualifying, was there any big matches you can, you guys, you comes to mind, I guess? Well, I would say that our qualifying was kind of like a slow burn. Like we started <laughs> off a little bit slow. We lost our first two matches, but we really picked up speed because we knew what we could do and we were not performing at that time. Our second day, we really started coming into our own, but it was Friday that we pretty much every match was a big match for us. I remember our first match against Saskatchewan. We really wanted to get that push out and we swept them 8-0 and our match against Northern Ontario was huge. Unfortunately, we didn't win that game, but that was still important and we fought that game out. We got through it. So we were very proud of that. We didn't let it get us down and we just continued on from there. Yeah, that's that's a really big point there. It's just that what even if even if you guys lose, trying to pull out those positives and then yeah. not dwelling on the loss and just pushing forward and, and trying to, you know, come back in the next game is massive because you, you lost was it seven one to Northern Ontario and then you went eight oh yeah the next match. That's that's coming that that bounce back is what wins tournaments. Absolutely. 
you just can't dwell on the losses. So congratulations. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Good for you guys. I think that's really the strength of our team. We were positive the whole week. We supported each other. We never got down. Even like, for example, in our first step ladder game against Quebec, in the second frame, we went plug, 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 left. And <laughs> we said, great frame, ladies. We picked up all our pins. Let's build on it. There was never a moment of negativity ever. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great, great spot for it. Frame two is not a bad. We did that countless times in pro league. <laughs> frame, frame two, absolute trash. But if you can get it out of the way early and run, perfect, good. But again, it's just it's just maintaining that positivity and not letting those punches, you know, drag you down into the drag you down for the rest of the game. Uh, Courtney, I know a lot of your. If maybe a lot of people don't know about your team, maybe you can. A little discussed a little bit of them, but they're you guys are a young team. You guys are very young, right? I mean, I know Erica's probably the older one on it, and she's yeah. she's still young, right? I mean, uh, yeah. is there um, did that like did that help? Like, it, you guys are all rookies basically, right? Most of you guys were, right? So, we had four rookies, and then me and Erica, and I was as good as a rookie. I only this was only my third open nationals, but I think we used it to our benefit. We all had really strong energy and we're all friends. And even still that we're rookies, we certainly still had the experience. Selena and uh, Nicole had several YBC national appearances. Katie is a seasoned rookie. She's been to so many youth challenges, so many YBCs. And then Erica, she said this was, I think, her 13th or 14th Open Nationals. And it was my 14th Nationals. So we had lots of experience on our team. And I think that showed, even though we were still a rookie team. Absolutely. Yeah. Did, did you want to give some shout outs to, to your teammates? <laughs> Definitely shout out to Selena. She's so positive, positive energy all the time. Chelsea Noftel was amazing. She came in like a firecracker. And Erica, of course, my number one in the open. We've bowled together every single year and we've always bowled so well. Nicole as well. She really showed up on the step ladder day. She's amazing. And Katie is just one of my best friends. We've bowled together in Youth Challenge. She was 13, I was 16, and we were dreaming of this day. So I can't even put into words mm -hmm. how great it was to win with these ladies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and your, your coach was, uh, was Art. Yeah. And that's okay. Katie's grandfather, so that was just yes. meaningful in itself. It was just so meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I had, had a chance to, to to play with Katie the the first day of the the singles, and uh, what what a tremendous little player! Uh, great, great ball, super consistent. Yeah, she's fantastic. Always been. I I don't I don't see anything rattling her a lot. I mean, I watched her, <laughs> and then you know you see a couple frames. She has maybe forty and three, and it's like. Okay, let's see what happens. And then just like, oh, no, 260, 270, right? Oh, it's yeah. Just hold on, right? Yeah. Very yeah. good, like that. Very reliable. For sure. So maybe you want to touch base on on how much it meant to win at home, right? I mean, it was your, it, Plaza is your home center, right? Too, right? Yeah. 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 I can't put it into words. Like, we've all been trying to find the words for the past few days how much it meant to us. It was our home lanes. Like Selena was bowling there since she was three. And same with Katie. And it was Nicole's home lanes originally as well. We had all of our, my family was there. My grandparents were there. All of my friends, all of our supporters in Newfoundland, we were always told how amazing it is to bowl in your home lanes, in your home province. And I felt that from day one. But winning there, 
is undescribable. Like I get chills thinking about it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think any feeling will ever top that. <laughs> totally. Um, in 2010, our, our men's team came in second um, to to the the Newfoundland men, and honestly, we were never. Usually, usually when you lose, like I mean, you're obviously a little bit disappointed, but yeah. it we were a little bit, but it was like a totally different dynamic because it was just so cool seeing them win. It was so cool having everybody support them, even though it was against us. Um, and it was so neat watching Bobby O win his, yeah. win his first national yeah. title there. And uh, just the, the whole atmosphere, it's just really cool. And you could see how much this meant to you guys, especially yeah. in that video. Like yeah. watching, yeah. watching that video is just, <laughs> yeah, it gives me Incredible. goosebumps and I wasn't even there. Can, can you can you describe that I just moment? Watch it back. Oh, it was just when I think back, my in the moment, like I really can't. Like it was just a blur, and I remember thinking, "Is this a dream? I cannot believe this is real." And we we're all just jumping, and I said, "Oh my god, oh my god, we did it!" And it was just a blur. And like we were talking in the background earlier, I didn't hear a thing. I couldn't like the newfie chant was going and I didn't even know. We all listened back later and was like, oh, we didn't realize that. <laughs> indescribable. Like I I can't even put it into words. Yeah. It was cool seeing Erica just like fighting through the crowd of people to try to get the hug in. And it was just, yeah. Was- <laughs> I will never forget that. I turned around and ran back and she grabbed me, flicked me off the lanes and just shook me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I'll never forget it. So awesome. So cool to see. Um, it's it's so nice seeing the passion for the sport and how much passion that you guys have. And uh it's nice that we could showcase it and and we could we could see it on a on a national level. We could tune and watch it, and it's just yeah, it, it gives me goosebumps watching it. That's that's the stuff that needs to be on TV, those those moments right there. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad we got it on video. <laughs> yeah, 100%. this this was so true. Um yeah. We were on the far end. I think Adam was practicing, and the place erupted. It was absolutely. Those are the moments. Those are the moments. Even as a spectator, you you mm-hmm. want to be there, right? Yeah. Uh, and just for the moment, right? So it was great. So, um, I guess the question is, another question would be uh, for all those young ladies out there, um, being one of your first experiences. Um, is is there a certain takeaway you want to tell other young ladies out there about this? Because I mean realistically uh it's quite the feat for what you guys did right and obviously you have many many more good years ahead of you now i say just no matter how young you are keep working at it and you can get there our whole team like you said was really young and we didn't let that deter us we used it to our advantage so matter no matter how young you are put the work in and you'll get there yeah put the work in put the work in love it Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Hmm. <laughs> it was it was it was a great experience. So, did has anybody reached out to you or any any comments that that like uh, kind of touch home from? Out. Yeah. Oh, JB's post was just <laughs> amazing. I woke up on I think Monday morning and I saw it and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> it's exactly how I felt." Just playing that video on loop. That was really heartwarming to me, and he had really kind words to say to me after we won as well. So I really liked that. It was really sweet. Yeah, and another guy that 
that plays with pure passion and or and is so involved in the sport and so passionate about it and um, recognizing somebody else's passion is easy but he's articulate and he's very good at using his words and uh, yeah, yeah incredible incredible he's inspiring yeah and and he continues to work and work and work and yeah like you said put in the work and um yeah. awesome yeah where where is that video we might be able to bring it up here it's definitely on my facebook i have the one that andrew murphy took is a really nice angle and ko oglevy's as well is a longer video yeah, everybody's impatient. They want to see the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the one that I've seen. Well, give me a minute, do you, guys. Do you know there was a video to tell you, honestly? Nobody yeah, well, shared it on Five Pin Universe or nothing. What's going on here, people? I got it. <laughs> this is why we need you back, Harry. We were too busy bowling, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I can't see him any closer. All right, here we go. <laughs> so good, and you and you still had to throw two more balls after. <laughs> Absolute bombs. Was it like instant, instant crying? Oh yeah, instant. Yes. <laughs> Every single one of us were just bombing. Yeah, and I love, I love the fact that you let the ball go and you knew it was a bomb right away. Yeah. Immediately, I knew I went. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it absolutely awesome. And in, in like one of the well, probably the biggest shot you've ever thrown, probably yeah. right. Yeah, and you knew is. right away. Just uh, oh, yeah. good, good for you. Ice of the veins. I love it. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right, right after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just make sure you don't like slide on your tears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So cool. So, so moving moving forward, there, Courtney. I know you're playing Masters, like we talked about. Um, do you have the goal of a double gold now, having two golds always. in one summer? Does that yeah. give you a little bit of motivation there? Yeah. Oh, always. Yeah, I always. Yeah. My goals are just extreme, and <laughs> I try to reach them. And even if I don't, then I'm proud. But yeah, definitely double gold. <laughs> so, uh, who's on your who's on your team for Masters? I'm singles. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you're <laughs> you are the only person awesome. on that team. Awesome. <laughs> Is this your first singles experience in Masters? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Excited? Very excited. Yeah. I... It's gonna be. Oh, go ahead. Have you done? Have you done singles for the Open as well, or is this your just first adult national single experience? Yeah, this yeah. is my awesome. first. Yeah. Everybody tells me that it's just the most amazing experience they've ever had. So my expectations are high. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be good. And uh, just being alongside Brad Glenn the whole time, you know, yes. he'll, he'll, he'll keep you nice and grounded. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. I do. I do like the masters when it comes to uh, seating your provincial players together. It, it's, it's a different format, obviously. And it works really well with that when it comes to that, but uh, having Brad there and it's uh, I, Watching you play this weekend, I, I yeah, there's definitely no doubt in my mind you're gonna do really well in Edmonton down here. So, 
Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, do you have any, any last words or anything you want to? I want to send the hugest thank you to the Newfoundland bowling community. The hugest thank you. I cannot, again, I just can't put into words the way that support meant for us. And we're still just living it to this day. <laughs> thank you yeah. every single one of you for the support and the continued support. I, I love seeing the growth in the game out there too. I mean, in the last five years or so, it's definitely grown a lot. Yeah. Um, I think NBT has a lot to do with that too. You guys have NBT coming up right away as well, don't you? Yeah, next week. Starts next like week, that. yeah. Do you, do you think that that has helped you guys competitively? Absolutely. Like just taking from my own personal experience, I had very little stepladder experience. I didn't, mm -hmm. I especially head to head. So in that aspect, it's helped so much. And I think it's increased the interest from younger people, older people, everybody, everybody wants to be involved and it's accessible for everybody. So awesome. I definitely think, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It'll give you some experience for singles and the match play format for the singles coming up too. Yeah, um, awesome. Super, super cool. They've set that up and got that going and, um, I figured it would be a big benefit to the community, and I'm, I'm glad it has been. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> All <too>. right. <laughs> I, think, I think we're good. Thank you very much, Courtney, for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations. Okay, good luck on Masters. Again. We'll see you Thank in a couple you. weeks. See you. Congrats. Thanks. Awesome. So much passion. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the enthusiasm on her face the entire time. Like, can't wipe the smile off her face. It's awesome. <laughs> like, like, man, when was the last time we were like that? Where we just can't wipe the smile off her face? We're too old. <laughs> no, no. The joy is gone. It's the you know, last I, time I contemplated retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was good though. I'm, and you know, obviously she lost her voice and ev all the excitement and everything else like that. Uh, she definitely is a great ambassador of Newfoundland bowling. So yeah, it was definitely a great story to be there. And it was great to see that all unfold in their home province. It was so loud in there during that last ball. And then the two balls right after it were just as loud, right? The big, big party started right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that, that's just that's just kind of the way it is in Newfoundland, right? Like they get behind their teams in a way that's just not seen anywhere else. It's just passionate. Yeah, passionate. It is, yeah. And they'll just line the bowling alley with people, and yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, pretty incredible. Is. Perfect. Um, so I think we can probably bring our next guest on. Um, if we want to, you want me to bring that in, Tim? Is that what you're, is that what you're going for? Uh, so from the Ontario mixed team, gold champion, Abby Dunn, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, Abby, welcome. Hi. How's it going, Abby? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Your, your voice is better. Your voice yeah, is better it's not on anymore. <laughs> so, so the first real question all these podcast guys want to know is how was it playing with Mitch Davies for a week? <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking that at all. Honestly, <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, um, I mean, I've watched him bowl since I was little. Like I since I was eight or nine, I've always watched him every year at the open. 
I look up to him. He's probably one of the biggest role models to me anyways. Um, and even before the tournament, he took the time to practice with me and just to make me better bowler and ready for this tournament since I was just, I don't know, being a rookie, I was so nervous to go through something like this. So, but no, overall, it was such a fun experience, especially with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mitch is a really good dude. And as he's, he's far more supportive than people probably think, um, but <laughs> yeah, a, a great role model. Um, mm -hmm. He's so great for the community out there. Uh, an incredible player. For sure. um, Play, yeah. playing with the Talbots too, like Talbots, that, that, yeah. Was, yeah. that was an amazing team. And as much as you're cheering for your home province and stuff like that, to see you guys come through and uh, you had your struggles there and as well, but it was awesome to watch. It was fun. Yeah. yeah and, and you had, and you had a legend in Brenda Walters as your coach, right? Yeah. That was actually my first time ever being coached by Brenda. Um, and I'd watched her coach many teams prior before and honestly, like, couldn't have asked for a better coach. She was so encouraging to everybody. She positive all the way, like, even in our worst games. Like, we lost to BC twice. We lost to a few other teams twice, Alberta being one of them. And every single one of those games, she stopped us in the middle when we were struggling and just told us when we needed – just told us the things we needed to hear, really, just all positive talk. And then the games we lost, we tried to come back, and some of them were very close, um, but – yeah, no, amazing coach for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And who 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 are the other ladies on your team? Um, Melissa, she was a rookie with me. Um, I grew up playing with her YBC, so I know I've known her for a very long time. And um, Cassie, another one that I've watched in the open many times before, and I look up to her as well. So that this is you're still in YBC, am I right? This is or this was your final year of YBC. Yes, this was my final year of YBC, and I'm actually headed to YBC Nationals in July with my sister um, for <laughs> senior doubles, and my dad is our coach. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, did you have, have you been to Nationals a few times in YBC? I've only ever been once before. Um, my last year junior, I went as a single. Awesome. And how did this compare? Honestly, so much more different <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but honestly it was so amazing to go through something like this especially with these types of people they were I just I couldn't have asked for a better team and especially skills and teams like it's just so much more different but the amount of positivity and you don't get that really in singles unless you have a coach beside you like you kind of need to give yourself the positive talk but to have other people talk to you while the game's going it's i don't know it's kind of reassurance you know absolutely and it, it's it's such a grind the yeah. tournament is so long um both the nationals and, and provincials your guys's provincials is an absolute grind um do you feel that this being your first year at the open um did you feel that provincials really set you up to be successful at nationals it gave you some experience for it yeah for sure i mean going into provincials we our goal was to win like we wanted to win we wanted to make this our goal to win nationals um we all said it and we made that happen we had hard games we i think we lost one provincials um totals and that was our probably our hardest game is against niagara and after that game we were like okay that's it that's the only bad game we're gonna have we're gonna 
put that behind us, and that's what we did. We grinded throughout the whole tournament and came out on top. So it's definitely a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, were there any major moments in the qualifying um, any big moments that happened for you that uh, you'd like to touch on? Was there anything that stood out? Like the qualifying for provincials or qualifying? No, sorry. I mean, I mean in the in the round robin for oh for, for nationals. nationals. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, our second game against Alberta that was probably our biggest game that we had. Um, and at the beginning, we were kind of struggling a little bit. We were. I think we were just so, I don't know, some of us were nervous. I know I was nervous, <laughs> oh, yeah. but um, that was definitely a big breakthrough for us. Um, as yeah. soon as we won that, we were like, okay, next game, like put that behind us, forget about it, move on to the next one. And um, no, it was a yeah, great you, feeling to win that one. And You guys you guys lost 8-0 to Manitoba the game before that, right? Yes, we did. And, you, and then you came back and you beat Alberta, which you must have known was going to be one of your guys' main competitions for the weekend? Yeah, for sure. We knew going in that Alberta was definitely going to be one of the toughest teams that we were going to face, for sure. For sure. So to bounce back again from an 8-0 to come back and win 6-2 six, six against one of your best competitions is, is huge. And then and then you guys shoot 14-40 right afterwards and kind of go on a bit of a run. Yeah, for sure. You know, look at their last five games as a team, 13-70, 13-38, 13-25, 12-89, 13-99. That's – that's some so that's some major scores there, eh, Abby? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I I do find no. I obviously I didn't have time to watch a lot of it. Uh, I know a couple games there. You got one frame in. They're probably just trying to get you some frames in order to uh, get back into the game, just in case they need you next game. Yeah. So I came out on the third day. I came out the fourth frame. I just couldn't find it. And after that, I sat for two and a half games but both the games that I sat the whole thing um Martin was actually up by a lot in his match and we had already had totals locked so she's like okay I might need you the next game I'm putting you in for the tenth, so you can throw at least three balls before we mm -hmm. go back in and honestly I'd take anything I could get at that point because I just <laughs> wanted to stay loose I didn't yeah. want to feel stiff coming in if I needed it and I just wanted to be ready yeah I I, I somehow can agree with you on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're, you're, you can't you can't get put back into the tenth frame if you're already pulled. Exactly. But I, yeah. I, I will say I will say having the extra balls. I think that is smart if you're up enough and it doesn't matter. Correct. Throwing yourself in there, it, it was a, definitely a, a a smart moment by by Brenda to do that. Right? Yeah. You're still part of the team. You get a couple reps and get your legs into it. You never know, right? So obviously yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah, I, I know when Lynn asked me after about two games sitting on the bench, I said, "Are you are you ready? Are you stiff?" And I said to Adam, I "Was like, what am I supposed to say? No." So I went, in, uh, so I went yes. in there and, and promptly ripped the three pin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> supposed to say no. No, but no, 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 in my luck, I don't get in the next day. So, it was, and then Tyler looked at me very disappointed. Right, so. But yeah, uh, I mean, it, it obviously must have worked, Abby, because yes, the, the yeah. two games in a row for you, right? Where you came into the 10th frame, it yeah. looks like, and you got 25 25. And then the next game, you must not have started again, too, but you played the last seven frames and shot 266 for your last seven. Yeah. So it, awesome. it, it must have worked. It followed up with a 291. That's huge. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. 
can 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 you describe uh, how how the playoffs felt and the 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 different intensity levels and how, how just basically how it changes? Yeah, like um, going into that final game, we practiced and we just kind of set. We were in focus mode. Like I was in focus mode. I was like, okay, we we need to we need to do this. <laughs> um, and I'll say I definitely did not have the start that I wanted in the final. Um, Brenda did end up starting me, and M- Melissa was on the bench. And uh, I was hitting it, but I just couldn't find it. So she ended up pulling me in the fourth. Um, but in that moment, I knew that it was my job to cheer them on. It was my job to be loud and it was my job to make sure that I'm in it still, even though I was frustrated and wanted to help them, of course. Um, but I needed to figure out how to do that on the bench as well. Um, but it's definitely a completely different intensity level for sure. Like I was yelling so much louder. Everyone was yelling so much louder after every single mark. Even when we cleaned up pins, it was, yeah, good job, guys. Like, that's great. And, um, no, it was definitely different for sure. So that is a huge level of maturity that you just said there because there's a lot of people that struggle to find that positivity on the bench and not sulk and not be mad about it. Yeah. Um, and, and some people it takes a long time. Some people get it right away. Some people never get it. Some people it just takes some maturing to do. For you to do that your first year at a YBC and understand the importance of that is massive. That mm-hmm. bench player is huge. You have to be positive because if, if you go out there and you're negative after getting pulled, it becomes a black hole of emotion. Yeah. Um, and you're, it's your responsibility to close that up. you got to make yeah, sure that exactly. that doesn't happen. So uh, kudos to you for being mature beyond your years and able to do that. Because uh, you know what? E- even, even a couple frames of sulking, you guys won that game by five, yeah. right? A couple yeah. frames of like a, a, a poor attitude could definitely make up those five points. So oh, absolutely. congratulations to you. So, Thank I, you. I have a question. I, I know when I was like first time I played the open, I was a rookie and we had a goal. We had the first seed. Um, it's, a, it's a different atmosphere. I know you guys play provincials. We don't have step ladder in our provincials, right? So, okay. uh, but w- when you're off to the side, and you know you're you're trying to you don't know if maybe you don't care who you're playing maybe you're watching what it is but you can hear the noise you can hear it's almost like you're walking into a jungle right after yeah. you're warming up what like what are your thoughts what were you thinking because i know for me i'm not gonna lie the first game i was a little bit overwhelmed right when i was yeah in that spot yeah i was definitely i mean alberta and manitoba they were both loud right from the deck the get-go in the silver and third game or second and third game um I definitely got a little nervous I'll be honest Mm because it didn't matter who we were playing they would have came out and they were going to be ready to win um same as us we were ready to win and it was I knew going into the final that it was going to be close and I knew that everyone was going to be giving it all they got and just putting everything in one basket like I I was on I was very overwhelmed too I was trying to just block it all out but it was very hard (laughs) it's tough right yeah for sure but um i mean hey we we made it happen it worked but (laughs) so go ahead go ahead adam sorry can can you describe the emotions that you're running through the let's say the ninth and tenth frames that that match 
I was dripping in sweat. (laughs) 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 Dripping. (laughs) Like my head was so, oh my gosh, it was awful. But I just remember the last ball that Mitch had to throw. Cassie was on my shoulders. Melissa was right here. Martin was in front of me. Franny was behind me. And as soon as it left his hand, we were like, yeah, like we just just started jumping. I, I don't even remember what happened, to be honest. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. holy crap, like we won. And it's just, uh, just an amazing feeling. So I think all three matches came down to 10 at the bottom of 10, right? So as, as spectators, um, that's probably the best you ever wanted to watch, right? Yeah. Um, nothing was a, was a blow up. Um, now, fortunate enough, Adam and I were still in the pit when you guys were playing. Um, we're just doing our celebration or whatever. And I remember Mitch looked at your team. And he's like, I'm going to go for the strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, Mitch. So I don't know if it had anything to do with what happened with Brad the game before, but Mitch is like, I'm going for the strike. Um, now, if for people who didn't know the scenario, there's no 10th frame rule in the, in the C5 open. Yeah. Herbert went up and he threw two big fast ones on Mitch. Right. So it was not ball for ball. So then Mitch, I believe, right? No, he got, was, he got roasted on left corner. Yeah, he Mitch got a left. Then okay. plucked. Then, okay, yeah. So he spared yeah. it, right? And then, so he's already two balls ahead. Mitch is. I want to go throw the strike, and he punches, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a guy in the sport that did you want to be picking up your wood, it's Mitch, right? So. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Um. I, but actually, uh, I, I was talking with Wilson on that, and they actually decided uh, to, at the start of the game that they were going to go with the tenth frame rule. They they decided as teams to to, to run that way. Mm, nice. Okay. Which is the way it really should be. I I I would yeah. love for the C five to consider adopting that. Uh, just, just for the more more of the fairness of, of the game, especially coming down to you know a gold medal match and. You know, there's one tangle or, or something like that, and you, the other team has three frames, and it's it, to me, it's it, yeah, it's, it's completely out of your control, right? For yeah, sure. Yeah. But anyway, so that being said, when Mitch punched, what was what was your thoughts? Yeah, what's the roller coaster of emotions? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, the first thing I said, okay, all the pins, all the pins, yeah. let's get them all, because at that point we didn't know what Mike was going to throw because he still had one ball left, and. We also knew that there was still another game. So worst comes to worst, we still had another game. Yeah. But we wanted to win the first one. So we were just like, okay, all the pins. Um, and he ended up getting a two on the one side. Um, and I don't know, I that's where the sweat started coming down. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> he needs a pin here <laughs> um, after Mike uh, pitched out. But um, no, like I said, like as soon as it left his hand, we all knew. And we were like, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah. you, you just have to touch one. And you know what? It doesn't matter whether you have to throw a strike to win or you have to pick a side to win. You exactly. let that ball go and you know it's good no matter what. That is a hell of a feeling. Yeah. Um, I'm right. sure everybody prefers to win earlier. But, man, Absolutely. does it feel good when it does happen your way on this, this way, right? Yeah. If it sure. doesn't happen this way. Then it feels a little bit shitty, but yeah. but, but yeah. Mitch was absolutely fired up. He, he oh, didn't even see the, back, the, the, the ball back, hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee he did not see that pin go down, and he's <laughs> already turning backwards to the team. Right? It's yeah. That, that, that's the emotion that we need. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, there, there's the, the the live streams have absolutely no sound whatsoever. Oh, I know. That's and what a lot of people because a lot of people were watching 
from back at home because my yeah. family came and flew out to Newfoundland to watch. Um, but there were a lot of people like my grandparents and a lot of family and friends that were watching and they couldn't hear anything. And um, the last game, the final, it actually started glitching a little bit. So my mom went live on Facebook so that people could see it and could see the final frame and everything like that. Um, so kudos to her for holding her arm up here <laughs> for an hour while we played our game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylor, that's just because he throws the ball at 12 kilometers an hour. <laughs> like, yeah. he, could, he could use a walker to get back to the lanes and maybe not a whole lot of torque there. Uh, I, I do I do want, time for the celebration. Yeah. I, I do want to bring up pinners or winners. You make that post, Mitch. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he definitely he definitely reneged on everything he believed in. So he, <laughs> he sold his soul to the devil. So no, no, but but it's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, you need strikes to win tournaments, but you need to be able to make your pins because you can lose tournaments by not picking your pins. So. And believe me, I know a lot of matches where I could have won <laughs> if I pinned all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And then I guess for, for, from Mike Herbert's standpoint, after he sees Mitch Pitt and plow there, yeah. right? What, what goes through his mind on the shot for it all? Right, yeah. like, is he now thinking maybe start play thin because that that's kind of what Mitch typically does, right? So when 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 he sees that that did not work for Mitch, to, does he kind of change his mindset on that next ball? You start to wonder. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think Mike changes Mike, his mindset ever. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike picking that spare, like I yeah. of course I was yeah. watching through live stream. He picked that pin dead center. Like yeah. I don't think Mike had any any nervous thoughts really going on. I think he was just trying to throw the ball like he always does. He gets it out there a ways and was trying to throw a bomb, right? And it got a little thin and he missed. And that's going to weigh on him for a while. But Mike's been up and up and down those valleys his whole career. As long as we've known Mike, he'll be back stronger than ever next time. Oh, it's just going to mm -hmm. motivate him. It's just yeah. going to motivate him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. What, uh, did you know Mike at all from when he was out in Ontario? Um, I actually helped out with the invitational that was held okay. in out in Waterdown, um, and I met him there. Um, and I'd watched him a lot on the um, all the cash tournaments that were played. I watched a lot of those, so I definitely seen him bowl, and he's an amazing bowler. Yeah, I, I'd love I'd love to hear how he felt like being, you know, playing for Alberta, facing Ontario in the finals. <laughs> coming down the line I'd, I'd love to hear yeah, yeah and exactly and, and mitch's thoughts on it too because they're they're obviously buddies too and uh yeah um but congratulations to you and congratulations to to mitch and uh, a good friend of mine good friend of the show um just an overall good dude congratulations to mike uh and and that whole team too but uh yeah your team did incredible um so cool to see you. Yeah. And it's so cool to see your passion too. Yes, it's so nice seeing the young people excited. It's uh, it's what we need in this game, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Abby, any any final thoughts on the event? Any shout outs? Any other comments you you want to give out? Yeah, honestly, just the amount of support that we had back from Ontario and at the lanes itself. There were a lot of people and family members that came to watch. I know Melissa had her dad and brother that flew out on the Tuesday to come watch. Um, my parents and sister flew out to come and watch. 
um, Martin's wife, Tammy, came and watched. Like, there were so many people that came to support us in another province, which is crazy. Um, and, yeah, just in between games, like, my mom and Tammy were making food and making sure we were fed and everything and just honestly just being so supportive toward us and that's awesome and just all the people that watched us on the stream too like just from back home watching and supporting us so that was awesome and then I guess just a shout out to my team like thank you for making this experience the best one and I mean it's my first so I'm so excited to see what's to come next um and I'm actually going to bowl Masters next year, too. I heard that conversation with Courtney. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so looking forward to that, too. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Can't Can wait to see you at, at, at more events, right? Um, obviously, we probably only get to see you at Nationals for the next few years because we know schooling and all this stuff is coming up for you. But uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Are you going to be at NEBS in August? I am going to be at NEBS in August. Awesome. There you go. Perfect. We'll I know that. Mitch uh, mentioned uh, to mention a story about Franny. Oh, <laughs> a story about Franny. Uh, oh, here we go. I, I, he texted me about it, so I don't know if if Abby knows the story about. Wait, she must if he's asking. <laughs> I don't know. She talking about Tim. I mean, you I don't, could I don't say know. it. No, 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 after you. Yeah, yeah you after tell you. the story. Oh, what story? <laughs> about about Franny having a breakdown? Oh, um, I think that was just more so the first two days Franny struggled um, quite a bit. Um, but the third day, honestly, he turned around like it was like a big 180. Like he came out and shot so high and it was like a whole new Franny. But it was awesome to see because I know that he was frustrated and he was upset and thinking that he was letting us down and everything. And I mean, he was a team sport throughout it all, and but the third day, I mean, I don't know what happened, but he just came out guns a blazing, and he was shooting so big, and he was doing awesome. So, Tim, did you hang out with them that night? Sorry, oh, no. I thought you were I, 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 I was wondering because like, you guys both Tim woke up Brandy on the third day. Like a, yeah, had a powwow after the first two days and just figured yeah, it shit yeah. out together no. or something. I don't know. So, Mitch, Mitch is blowing up my phone like i uh <laughs> he, he said he stayed through a gutter um six to eight two pins he averaged yeah. 204 if you, if you look at if you look at the stats here um obviously um the second day he he barely played i believe right yes. uh maybe yeah, he played 13 frames in total frames in the second day right yeah. so um, kudos to him how he came back and persevered. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then just yeah. lit it up his last five. Good for him. Yeah. Do you expect yeah. any different, actually? Because I wouldn't. No. Yeah. He's a so good. Anybody on that caliber can come back, right? So, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, Abby, for coming on. Mitch, 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 Mitch is going to stop blowing up my phone. Uh, I'm surprised he's not blowing me up too. Yeah, you know what? We wanted you on. We didn't want Mitch on, so we're nope. so happy to have you. So, thank you so much for having me, guys. Awesome! Guys. Congratulations. Congratulations and uh, good good luck in uh, your your upcoming nationals. When, when is that? Uh, it's July 10th to the 12th, I believe. So in about a month. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you so Keep much. Keep us informed of how the pinfall is there. Will Give do. us the inside scoop. 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good night, Abby. See ya. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Getting better, Tim. Hey, transitions getting better. Well, you know, yeah, just, just yeah. a big sigh. All right, well, uh, <laughs> here's ready to the go. cue. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I probably could just drop her from the stream. I mean, that, that's another option, right? Our, our next Poor guest, choice. we can probably Poor do choice. that too. <laughs> our, our next guest, maybe she won't have a voice like Courtney. Oh, uh, yeah. So, newest Canadian national champion from Alberta. From uh, the next gen, Jenna Lamaru. Hello. Hello. I have somewhat of a voice, but I'm still very sick, so it is a little off today. <laughs> Just a little more raspy than normal, but. Just a little bit. It's okay. You sound like you. That's good. How you doing? How you feeling? Um, still sick, so trying to like figure that out, but um, feeling good. I honestly, I still haven't really processed that it's happened necessarily um <clears throat> but i mean it's still a great feeling to come home with at least a gold medal so that's at, at, at least a gold medal <laughs> okay, <so laughs> like, running the step ladder there was at one point i looked at tyler i'm like tyler i have a medal he goes gabby you're not done. i'm like okay but let me just like live this moment i have a medal right now so it was a medal it was all i was hoping for so um do we want to talk about a little bit of the team stuff with you? Sure. Um, how was how was the team w work for the weekend? How was um, how did you guys feel? The I know for us, obviously, like nationals versus provincials, we struggled really hard. Um, the first day, I obviously most of you know I don't look at stats, so I really wasn't paying attention most of the time. Um, but I know the first day we struggled. And our coach was like, guys got to start getting going. Like if you want to win or at least be in this, you got to start winning some games or some points. And um, second day, the first half was very rough, very, very rough. And then I think we won the last four games or like at least mm -hmm. took five to six points. It was a lot better. Um, the last day we definitely came off really rough we i think we played pei first so it was kind of a good warm-up game but it was like we did not break a thousand so it was very very rough took points but not ideal um <clears throat> from there it was like trying to get things going to get points on the board um i know i think going into our second last game we played northern ontario and we were told like you need to win either this last second last game or the last game to kind of put yourself in it, um, managed to get points out of Northern Ontario. I'm pretty sure. So the last Five, three, game we were yeah. good, we were set. Like it was a, it was fine from there. But I mean, we could get to like the sixth frame, get off pretty good, and then seven, eight, nine, we kind of like tanked almost every game. Like it, for some reason, I don't know what it was. I know for myself bowling all weekend there was like a blockage of like once you hit seven I nothing could run like nothing was going right and that definitely kind of kicked us a lot during the weekend was we have our saying is eight nine ten starts and seven for us because we need that extra frame and then it just nothing was going right from there unfortunately <laughs> but we still made top four so that was yeah. good 
Um, yeah. But I know our game against Quebec in the finals, again, we were up probably like 100 to 150, hit frame seven, and they beat us. So yeah. we just couldn't finish the game. And honestly, from where the whole weekend went, we deserve what we got. Like, we just couldn't finish a game. We fought for what we got, but yeah. yeah. I hate, hate to say it, as soon as the men's team came in to watch you guys, I think you guys opened uh, eight and maybe threw a strike in nine. Yep. So and that's we'll, honestly how it went all oh, weekend for us. Well, okay. Well, I, I took the blame for it, so I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, it was it was it was unfortunate way to end things. Um, you guys gave it your all. It just it just wasn't in the cards, unfortunately, that weekend, yeah. right? So it was rough. But uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about um, double dipping when we go as we're going into the into this singles portion, playing both. Um, um, obviously you haven't probably bowled that much on a weekend before. Um, so what did you learn? I guess, what kind of preparation, um, did you put into it? Um, <laughs> if anything, um, or, 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 or was it more difficult than you thought it was? Um, obviously I've never done anything to this extent, so I didn't know what to prepare for. Um, Obviously, I bowled in Red Deer, so having the 14 games that one day was a little bit helpful to kind of put in the mindset of, like, this is what it's going to take for your body. Um, but, again, I did no preparation. I think I bowled with Tyler on this Saturday before we left, and wasn't that great? Um, but I, I had quite a few mental breakdowns. In all honesty, like, it was hard. It was tough. I fought very hard physically and mentally the entire weekend. I've never had to do something like that. Obviously, it's very rewarding to be able to represent Alberta because it's a very hard province to qualify out of. And I'm facing so many amazing bowlers, but it took a toll on me. Obviously, I got sick like the the second day, that Thursday, I think. So my body started shutting down immediately. Like, um, we were there for what 15 hours like all i saw was a bowling alley in a hotel and that was it and <laughs> it was not fun but i mean like singles qualifying for me was very tough um it took everything in me to even just make the step ladder um because the first day you're coming from teams trying to do singles so that's like instant mind flip like you have to change your uh everything that you're doing pretty much because it's just you now you don't have a team behind you because I was always playing lead off. So trying to change that focus. And then again, flipping the next day, cause you're going straight to singles in the morning. And then again, flipping the day after was very difficult. Um, but I obviously got to the step ladder. So I'm very happy about that. I, that was pretty much one of my goals was get yourself in a position that you won't be upset about where you end up finishing necessarily. And so for me to get this to the step ladder was, um huge and then i was not expecting to get to where i got um considering i had tyler behind me literally telling me to use my body which i've never had someone actually say like use your body to bowl like that should be just instant but that's how bad it was in physically trying to force myself to throw a ball it was like use your freaking legs man just like it was like <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, it was uh, it was rough. It was really really hard. Obviously, Adam can relate a lot to this the double the double thing. Um, Adam's used to probably a little bit more than 
obviously yourself, but mm -hmm. uh, the, the mental grind that it's so taxing physically, the physically you can usually try to make it work, but yeah. mentally being on your feet, thinking about the game for that many hours, it's, it, it takes a toll on you, right? You're more exhausted that way. I think, right? It, yeah, it really was. I know at least for the stepladder, like, again, I don't look at stats. So that is not something that's ever like running through my mind, but it got to the point where I had to repeat the same three things in order for me to just like get on the lane and bowl. It helped though. Cause it kept my, my dad says, keeps coconut out of the equation. Um, <laughs> but like the same routine just to like get yourself to bowl was pretty much what I was saying the entire time. And the people who were the, like when I was bowling against Alyssa sitting across from me, like you can just see me like staring the exact same spot the entire time, just like running my fingers, just like mouthing words. And I was like, is she okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I, I, thought, I thought you were going a little bit loony there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, obviously Tyler couldn't be down in the pit. You and Tyler have such a close bond since basically day one on your bowling, right? You guys have, yeah. you guys have been stuck at the hip. Um, and then you had Heidi down below, right? Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe touch base on, on that kind of experience, having Heidi and having Tyler in the back? Of course. So, um, everyone always knows Tyler and I grew up bowling together. So if anyone knows me better than anyone, it's Tyler. Um, he was always behind me all of singles. Didn't matter what day he was always there. And so I think obviously I had Dexter in the pit for provincial. So for me, not having Dexter was a little bit hard because trying to figure out that same voice behind me, but in a different aspect. And I obviously Tyler couldn't be in the pit. So having Tyler behind close enough and then hiding the pit, pit was Heidi was there for my mental state where she had the same three, four sentences of just very calmness and it kept me relaxed. And then I had Tyler trying to get me to do the physical aspect of bowling. So <laughs> both combined was a um, what I needed specifically. It took me a while. I think I asked Heidi maybe like an hour before we had to bowl if she wanted to be in the pit because I honestly didn't know. It was a bit of a stressful decision because we have Len as our team coach and I've never had Len in the pit with me by myself. So it was a tough decision to make, but I knew having a very soft, calm voice behind me who can still get me riled up, as many of you could see at the very end of every shot, um, <laughs> was nice. And then Tyler, who's known me for years, it was just a great combination for me. Um, and I couldn't have asked for better people to have with me behind me. So, yeah. Yeah, Hattie's, Hattie's so, I don't know, Hattie's, Hattie's awesome. Cause she's so mm -hmm. like, you look at her, she's so chill and she's so calm but she's also absolutely hilarious and she's pumped up and you just, you just don't always expect it from her. People that don't know Heidi don't expect it from her, but I was always in all honesty, I've always been terrified of Heidi. She scared me since I was young. <laughs> it's because she, she could choke you out. Of course. <laughs> she's such a great bowler and like so intimidating, but being calm at the same time, you're like, what are you going to expect from her? And I think, there was one shot, I think it was my ninth or 10th frame of the last game. Someone told me, they're like, I could hear Heidi more than I could hear you. And that's saying something right there, getting your player fired up is like huge and massive to keep them calm, but still know that like you have everything behind them. So, yeah. Yeah. so going up the step ladder, um, you face Crystal Hibner and obviously Crystal yeah. is unbelievable. Then you face yeah. Katie Wells, who just won off a of goal. Jesse Bailey from BC. Um, many of you guys probably don't know her. She played unbelievable on the weekend. 
Um, yeah. and, and and you play Probably. Alyssa. Um, do you want to like? Was each match different to you in your in mental state or? Yes. Um, yeah. Um. So obviously, Crystal got that last fifth spot, which was kind of debating between the three people. So for her to get it was, um, obviously intimidating on my end, just because I don't know her personally, but obviously I've heard many great things that she's as she is as a bowler. So going up against her, I was very nervous, but very prepared for what could come at me. Um, she was a little off. So that kind of gave me room to just do my thing and get going, which I think helped in the process of gating up the stepladder. Um, again, amazing bowler, but from her to um, Katie, obviously again, Katie comes off a gold medal and I've known her for years. I've bowled against her. So that flipped of like, it's almost a friendship now. I know her. I've bowled her before. This is someone you're used to. And so that changed immensely. But again, I had, I was in like the zone. I was, I felt it. It felt really good. I was not coming off of that. And um, I think I was working off any open frame for my opponents that I could. So coming off of Katie, again, I was like, I got a medal. You're in this, like, just do your thing now. Like there's nothing you can lose. Um, and then not knowing Jesse and knowing that how she bowled the qualifying was a little intimidating because she had been bowling really, really well. And again, mm -hmm. I struggled in qualifying. Um, and again, that flipped, but it was still a very like in the zone kind of concept for me was you're here, you're here to bowl, like just throw your shot. And again, that's the same thing that was running through my head. So I wasn't looking at scores necessarily. I was just thinking, just throw a shot pretty much. Um, Alyssa was a lot different knowing that she comes from hometown. I've bowled on a team with her for a couple of years before she left to Manitoba. So that was um, a lot more difficult to kind of settle in and be like, okay, you're here for a reason. Yes, you know her. Yes, you've bowled against her before, but like, this is your time to shine kind of thing. And um, I forgot that you had to beat twice. So the first game I had like kind of started crying. I was like, you can't beat me. Oh my God. And it's like, no, you still have to bowl another game. You just <laughs> like, Rookie moment, eh? Because <laughs> yeah. I like ran to the other side of the bowling alley. I was like, hey, compose, like just chill out now. And I think having Heidi um, get me going rattled Alyssa a little bit. Um, so that kind of gave me room to just, again, still do my own thing. And this was the first match that I did not look at all. Like I was turned around on the other seat. I hadn't looked at any of the scores. And again, I was saying just one shot, like one frame at a time, just throw a ball pretty much. And I think that helped because normally I'm like counting. If you throw this, if you throw this, then you can bowl this. If she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like trying to balance that and see what you can get. And I didn't do that this time. So getting into that second match of trying to beat her was huge. And again, I didn't look at any of the scores and I'm throwing the ball in 10. And I'm like, I think Heidi, the look on Heidi's face, I was like, I think this is done, but I don't know. Cause I still haven't looked at the score, but I'm just throwing a ball at this point. <laughs> and then I looked at like, I think the second ball in 10, I'm like, Oh, it's done. I won. <laughs> and then there was like a hug with Heidi. So yeah, it definitely changed throughout every match, but Alyssa's was huge because it was somebody you know directly. And 
Yeah. I was you really played, for her. You played really good up the step ladder, and then yeah. you played really, really well in your finals. And it was interesting because whether you were watching the scores or not, did you did you see her throw balls at all? Did you watch no, her throw? No, I like instantly. So the way that where it was sitting is there was a huge uh, gap in between like the two sets of lanes. So I was sitting on the other full set of lane in the like, you know how Sherrod Park used to have those seats in the front before mm -hmm. you switch it out? It was those seats. And I was turned around facing the audience. And I was staring at the leg in between Lynn's feet the entire time or the ceiling above him. I did not look. I could hear it. That was what made the difference. Yeah. It was not seeing yeah. it and hearing it was. Because you could tell. You know what. You, you exactly. could hear the but result. Seeing yeah. it was like, hey, don't look. Just listen and go from there. Yeah. So I wasn't um, watching any of it. It, it was just interesting because watching that match, every time that Alyssa opened, <laughs> every time she opened, you jumped on it. Like, immediately. Every yeah. time that she had an open frame or two open frames, that's when you would throw a double. You you capitalize on every opportunity that she gave her yeah. or gave you. Um, it was awesome watching. It, it was it, incredible. It's kind of neat to see you and Alyssa's um, thought process in that match. You were yeah. off to the side, staring away. She was listening to music, walking, keeping to herself kind of thing. Um, two totally different mindsets and accomplishing the same thing, right? You're mm -hmm. both throwing bombs, both throwing really well. Um, and Alyssa's had an amazing year. Like she's going to be representing Manitoba at Masters. She went deep in Winnipeg. She went deep in Regina's tournament. Like to have you two battle it out was, uh, I think one of the best scenarios that the the C5 could have for their ladies championship, yeah. right? That was, sure. that was amazing. Yeah. Pretty, pretty just. See, yeah. To see how far both of you have come, right? Yeah. From yeah. you guys playing RYBC to you, you guys playing together on our Thursday Night League. Must must, must be a thing, right? But uh, <laughs> uh, you guys didn't win the championship, though we did. But um, I want to throw that out there. But the, but besides that point. Can we I just mute to, him? Can yeah. we just mute him? Be besides oh, that point. Besides that you guys you guys you guys you guys you guys have gone like through through everything and it's great yeah. to see you guys uh grow and, like that and like okay so this is realistically your first opportunity at it right you lost your opportunities through covid you get to play the open provincials for the first time and you absolutely crush, crush it. it and then and then you get to go to nationals and and you you do this it's it's in it's just absolutely incredible and talking to you as we have quite a bit in the last three years you've struggled so much with confidence i remember your your first year playing masters you're sitting there telling me that hey like i just i just can't i can't play in a pressure i can't play in tournament situations I just can't. Is word for word what you said to me, and I looked at <laughs> you as like it's not true. But I'm still saying like I still have that mindset. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, it's it's not definitely <laughs> clearly not. You just you just beat everybody in the country. Yeah. You were the one that threw a perfect game at 14 years old at a national event, and you're telling me you can't play under pressure. And I'm like, Jenna, you're an idiot. And, uh, and then you proved yeah. me right. So <laughs> thank yeah. you. It's been really hard. I think growing up in Alberta in the competition of ladies that we have, um, YBC, I mean, very different. You're against the same age group or like whatever, but now it's 
all of the ladies. And I think that's where a lot of my confidence kind of started to go downhill is you're going to be moving up. You're going into um, a different division. Like you're competing against all of these ladies. You need to get like your shit together pretty much. And I know this year was great for me. It was a learning curve in many ways and um, confidence has started to go up. I just, it, it, it's a struggle for me. It has been my entire life just with anything. And um, I'm trying, but like, to me, it still doesn't believe like I did that. It's one of those things that it happened, but I'm always going to still see it as like, anything can happen. Like I, like, I still almost feel lucky rather than like you did that, you know, but you're about three seconds away getting muted too. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. So um, Jennifer, to kind of cap it off for all those young ladies out there, same kind of thing I said to Courtney and, and, and Abby, what, what, what would you tell them? You know, your first open experience um, having the same thing, like having success like you did, um, or what would you tell any young bowler out there from your um, experience? I would definitely say like, keep going. Obviously it's this environment and this community is amazing. And everyone, you're going to have support from so many people. Like you just keep bowling and get to where you want to be. Like practice what you need to do. Like pretty much just always fight for what you want to fight for. Cause I'm still fighting for what I want to fight for. And um, all those role models that you have, they've been in the exact same position. I've have Katie and Heidi, who I look up to so much, who have been exactly where I am. So getting to this point, like you're going to get there. It just, it takes time. Just never stop. Cause obviously I've taken how many years now and I am 21 and I'm where I'm at. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, any- <laughs> Any, any comments or anything, any shout outs you want to give to anybody? Obviously my entire team, my women's team is amazing. Um, going to Newfoundland with them is like the best experience you could ever have, even though I only saw the hotel in the bowling alley. Um, <laughs> I have to give like the best shout out to Tyler. He's mm-hmm. always been behind my back. My biggest support since I was four. Um, we've bowled together for so many years. <laughs> He's truly my biggest supporter. So Awesome. <laughs> well, w- w- way to feed his ego. Way to feed Tyler is an incredible human being, and uh, yes. we're all so fortunate yeah. to have him and to be, for him to be an ambassador to our sport. So, of yeah. course, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're in good hands out here. All right. Well, now you, you cried during your gold medal, and now you're crying now. So, <laughs> I actually cried. I, I didn't really cry much. It was like after everyone's hugging, you're like, okay, I'm hot and sweaty. Like, I need to go way down. <laughs> Well, that's a podcast first, guys. Mark that down. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Jenna. Yeah, of course. Thank and you for Once again, me. congratulations on, on doing yeah. such a great job. Obviously, huge congratulations. You know how much I'm proud of you. Um, in, incredible. But thank just you. insane. I appreciate yeah. it. So fun to watch live. Congrats. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I didn't get that option, but it was so fun to watch. So. <laughs> I'm so mad there's no video. I've been trying to find a video and there's no video. Um, That's for another I'll find podcast. it for you. I, there, somebody was live streaming it, so I'll, yeah, I'll find it for you. Tyson Nelson was the one. I did watch it. It just like, it was a different view, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. your night, Jenna. Thank you as well. All right. Thank you, Thanks, Jenna. Bye. Bye. Oh man, that's that was awesome. All right, and uh, now we'll bring in our next two guests. <laughs> our next two guests. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, we have twenty minutes. Tim Wiseman, Adam Weber, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Uh, hey, awesome. I, I was going to say yet. we should we should talk about uh, the singles first before we talk about ours. Absolutely. Let's, let's do that. Let's do maps justice, right? So, um, yes, for sure. Well, I, I guess I, I could probably touch base probably the best uh, on, on Max there. Um, yeah. Yet, yet another year of incredible qualifying for, for him. He was he was all in again for, for the 21 games. Um, not another guy that was playing both uh, both events, right? So, uh, kind, of, kind of struggled in, in, the, in the team event for, for his standard, but it um, was absolutely phenomenal the, 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 the whole way through. Um, final day, <laughs> e- even, yeah, per- pretty much. <laughs> yeah, e- e- even the final day, because I-, I don't have the-, the the stats, and I really wasn't tracking too too much there. Uh, but I-, I think he just had a-, a another solid day the last day, just to kind of hold on to to that number one seed, right? Yeah, well, just a shade under nineteen hundred for seven. Yeah, which is still good. Yeah, just solid because uh, it was day one or day two that he had the 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 big day. Day two, he shot just under twenty one hundred. Yeah, yeah. So and so obviously getting that number one seed's uh, absolutely huge, right? And uh, yeah, no, he uh, he guess kind of had to, to to wait to see who whose opponent was going to be, and uh, the 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 top five guys there were were absolutely phenomenal. Uh, with the even six and seven uh, all, all making big charges, you know, on, on that last day. So, um, you know, I, I made a bit of a charge the the, the last day. Uh, goal, a bit of a charge. Goal, goal <laughs> was to try to get from like six up to like three, and uh, almost end up actually sneaking them at, at the end there. So I what wasn't following. Uh, wasn't following stats whatsoever. Um, I, I could through just the, tell by the way. the high block of the singles tournament, just yeah. saying, the last yeah. day. I remember 2019, you, you, so, were, you yeah. were okay through one and, day one and day two. Yeah. And then I looked at you and was like, just, get, just find something and go on a run, and you'll be okay. And then you found something and you went on a run. And you ended up catching Max, and then here you are, and you're like, oh. Day so, three, let's find something. You should try to play what you want to do. Not wrong. Outsider looking in, um, obviously, the, the boys are watching Jenna and they were watching uh, Adam all weekend, right? Um, I do have to say, I've never watched Matt Montgomery play before. He's a solid player. Um, really impressed with how well he played. I, um, obviously, his last game was there. But there's something, and obviously I'm a little bit biased because I'm, I'm I bleed blue. But there's something about Adam um, in that event where people are just expecting him to go off at certain points, right? And they're just expecting him to play that well. Um, and I think Max knew it a little bit too. Um, I think Max knew that there at some point you're going to make a run. Um, he shoots a three nineteen the last game to shoot you out by seventeen or eighteen for the first seed, right? Um, but people knew that you were coming at some point. Um, but I know after I think day day two I think because you played singles the first and played team after all he says well I'm just a 260 average bowler here right you 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 had a different mindset than I've ever seen you have and then you come back play really well for teams 
and then you you play really well for the single shift. So what I guess my question is, I already probably know the answer, but for the viewers out there, what changed? Uh, uh, well, clearly the mindset, of course, right? But uh, so I guess to to give a little bit of perspective for 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 anyone who is you know, ha had the opportunity to play Red Deer for, for the WCBT. Uh, I, I found the lanes played very similar in the amount of break that, that was there. And uh, my, my typical shot to get to that right pocket uh, was yet again death, right? And uh, I, I know a lot of people had that, that tape, that same type of issues in Red Deer. Um, and, and basically, I was averaging 260, three shifts to 260. Um, Come to that first day of singles, average 260, first day of teams, 260. And, and I couldn't find kind of what, whatever that that next kind of step to, 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 to make the jump. So uh, my mindset was basically still back in Red Deer. And uh, I, I, the, the biggest change was actually watching Shane Chafe. Uh, just fireball it down there, get it to the pocket, and pins were absolutely exploding. Um, so I, I ended up making a conscious effort to basically go back to, to, to my old school um, approach, just uh, that that hard and heavy, and then you know deal with with whatever comes out of it, right? So um, then all, all of a sudden I was able to get it to both pockets. Both pockets were exploding. Everything thick was was going, and to, quite frankly, all of a sudden the confidence starts rising, right? So. Uh, all, all of a sudden, just started, you know, playing the way I expect. Yeah, you played. You played very well. Um, it was crazy um, watching Shane Chafe. Shane was making a charge, and obviously, Newfoundland crowd came out there. We did. Yeah. Um, he did recognize everybody that he was on podcasts. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? And I did. I did jokingly say, if you know, you if you do win this, you have to come on. And it, <laughs> he's like. He's like, no, I, 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 no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come that on. That guy Anyways. said he'd come on when bowling was back, and it's been back for an entire season. Shane shot worked really well, at Plaza, um, and uh, it, it was great to watch that. Uh, obviously, we can sort of talk. You, you beat Greg in the in the two three match, right? And yeah. then, and then you end up playing Max. Uh, Max's first game, he he didn't didn't have it. He but started he, he, really slow, but he threw a, a turkey or a four bagger at the finish, and it seemed like he found something. And then he started off seven bagger, right? Yeah, I think uh, a couple things there. Yeah, he he, he was struggling. I, I'm sure he just saw me, you know, basically steamroll Greg before. Um, so so he's he's got to know I'm coming, you know, for for you know the top prize. Um, I came out pretty decently if i remember correctly in the the, the start of that that first game and uh, he he was just kind of all over the place right um kind of got to about the seventh or eighth frame and uh, uh lynn, lynn you know god bless his heart ended up saying something to the effect that all right well the, this this match is over let's focus on the next match and kind of get going right and i think i ended up plowing nine and I look up, then I, I'm, I, I need every pin. I, I need uh, to clean up the wood and get 50 in the next frame just to shut Max out the first game. Um, so, so I think, you know, me letting off the gas just a little bit there, um, kind of forced that a little bit open, maybe kind of change Max's mindset a little bit at the same time. Um, came back, and I think he went uh, spare nine and triple and ten, uh, all, all absolute bombs, right? So yeah. uh, obviously confident going into to the final match. Um 
and uh, I, I think he he still had choice uh, of you know just being that top seat of whether he wanted to go first or second, what lane, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, decided to go first, and uh, yeah, he starts starts off seven bagger. Uh, I think I went uh, double corner, double corner. Yeah. Uh, spares were absolutely just dead on. So uh, he, he, at that point, he, even though he's on a seven bagger, he, he he knows I'm still in this match. He he knows I'm locked in. I'm still ready to go. And uh, yeah, he really blew open eight. Um, gave, gave me any type of hope whatsoever, and uh, kind kind of got it to basically my last ball. Uh, which I, if I throw a strike there, I force him to, to at least mark in the tenth frame, and uh, struggled struggled getting grip uh, more with my my pinky. Um, took a step back, went back up there, still didn't have the same grip, and you know the body just said we're going, and uh, yeah, left left three pin pulled pulled a Mitch there, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't excellent, and uh, yeah, no, just uh, at that point it's it, it's free wheel for him, and you know throws throws the big game, shoots shoot three sixty, which. You know, good, good on him. That's that's an absolutely incredible feat in the the, the final match of our, arguably the biggest tournament uh, in our sport, right? So honestly, Weber, you you know you know that I'm always rooting for you. You're yeah. one of my absolute best friends. I I I felt heartbroken for you, and I felt so good for Max. Yeah. Um, you, my you know, my exact feelings the whole way. Yeah, no, absolutely, and he's just he's just yeah. such a good dude. Um, you get to see the similarities between 2019 and now. The yeah. last time we have the Open, you finish one, he finishes two. The the big difference in, in between the two years is that um, you guys actually put up a match. Because <laughs> 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 I think 2019, I believe it was 207 to 201. Yeah, what, it, what, what what wasn't very was. good. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then so for you guys to shoot 260 to 245 was huge. And then, and then your last game, you guys were just both absolutely lights out. It was uh, yeah. an absolutely incredible match, uh, and well fought. And congratulations to Max, and uh, congratulations to you too, Adam. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, Max, Max put on a show. Uh, absolutely, you know, worthy champion. Uh, again, played played absolutely phenomenal. I it, 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 I don't know how many nationals he's been, but I, I think four or five as a single, and, and he's typically played extremely well in the qualifying. And uh, you know, just kind of fall short. So mm-hmm. um, I, I know he really gave the gears to Sly, which was incredible. Oh, that, was the, that was the best. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sly, Sly might didn't like the Alberta men, but it, in in all fairness, Sly stole our bread. So um, <laughs> Sly stole our bread before even more showed up, and then we might have encouraged uh, with liquid courage to tell Max to do some a joke on him. So. <laughs> For all those out there, he walked by. Um, smiles all around. Smiles around. He walked by. He said, "Hey, Sly, we wish you had one of these." And when he was going to get his photos, and Sly was just speechless. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, obviously, best of friends, and uh, it definitely made the Alberta men's night for sure. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. congratulations to Max. I love a feat. Um, just. It's just it's just crazy to see the parodies between the two years. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was really fun to watch. That's what we love about having storylines, right? Even at these national events, you know, some some of the teams are there almost every year, right? It's the same four or five guys, and then they're go battling against the same four or five guys from the other teams, and there's there's those rivalries and uh, the, the 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 personal victories, you know. 
you know, go going up against, you know, Greg, for example, right? I think the absolute world of Greg. Like, I, I think he's, you know, top five, top 10 player all time type, type scenario, right? And, yeah. you know, the, he, he has that that extra battle against those guys. And it's it's absolutely incredible. Those, those rivalries will live on for decades, right? They'll, they'll live on through the, through the kids, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, great, great, great guy's the best smile in five pin bowling, right? Best he smiles. Smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? It just, it just goes the that. wrong direction. Yeah, it just goes <laughs> yeah no, it was, it was, okay. that made my mice, my, my knife there sly. That's funny. <laughs> so, shall we talk about men? Uh, the, yeah. How how'd the week go? Let's start with Tim. How was the week? <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, we ended up winning, and I think that's the most important part. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the fun you had along the way. You know or? what? You know what? Um, again, like Adam and I, I think this is our third fortunate time we've had a chance to win right together. Um, it, the team was we were gelled really well all weekend, and and provincials and everything else like that, and. And as Abby was speaking earlier and Courtney, that goes a long ways, right? So um, fortune that we have, I ha- like I said, like a humble break. We have, I have Adam, I have Tyler, I have Brad. Um, we have someone who's very, well, pretty unknown for, for the most part, Adam Kemp. And then Brett's a two-time gold medalist, right? So um, we had, we had a great team. So I, Sorry, I just want to go back to that. It- Unknown Adam Kemp, the man that went twenty-one and zero for at sure. nationals for sure. Yeah. But people don't give him because I think I they think do. He, I think you just don't they, see. They, it. they 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 don't. They don't carry. No, they they, they they actually don't. And really? uh, he, no. he he's super underrated in our sport. Wow. And, uh, and and doesn't and play enough. He, and he admits it himself that just hearing that one stat, it, it absolutely he hates it. That he's yeah. the twenty-one and zero is the only thing that he feels he's ever going to be known for, right? Let alone oh, all the championships and everything. No, no, he should play more. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no different than no different than Jenna, right? Where Jenna's known for the perfect game in YBC. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. so now they're they're building resumes to kind of get that one memory kind of out of the forefront. It, 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 incredible, you know, efforts, incredible things on the resume, but they they don't want to be known for that one thing. And Adam Kemp is going to be a known player in in in, in Canada for for many years to come, and uh, he he can literally make any team out of this extremely difficult zone. He is yeah. incredible. He's one of the smoothest lefties I ever seen, um, and he's he's a great teammate. The guy is just uh, incredible he's teammate. Funny. He's funny. He's, he's, he's yeah. He's one of the funniest human beings ever. He's just so sneaky funny, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, every 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 time we played well, he's like, "I'm coming up, come, uh, it's coming up, Kemp." <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, don't. That's a cookie. It's it's, it's coming up, Kemp, right? Um, All right, moving on right away. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but he was he was good. Uh, like so, obviously the the men's team, uh, we we played really well. Uh, we lost one game. Uh, it was a close game to Quebec on the first day. Um, lost it in ten. I mean, with the second day, we lose. Uh, we just got honestly just blown out by Saskatchewan one game, and then we uh, we lose one game to uh, Northern Ontario right at the end, and then finally, um, finally we we got absolutely 
trumped uh, by Newfoundland the one game there as well. But overall, we played really well as a team. Tyler, Tyler was a great lead, right? I mean, obviously, for nobody realizes that he's a rookie, yeah. Um, yeah. and it didn't feel like it. Didn't feel yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, having that there, um, Brad being there, Adam being the anchor, and uh, like I said, I didn't play very well the first two days. Um, by any means, and uh, I played better the third day. Like, I, like as as I was telling everybody, uh, Lynn played, did all the right pulls. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, circum certain circumstances, obviously, I got pulled more than uh, have another person have a chance. That be that being said, um, when when you have five players playing pretty good or or damn good, you only have a certain amount of frames. You have a chance to to tr- to to prove yourself to coach that you're going to be sticking in. And I didn't do that. Right. Um, it all worked out really well, played really well. The second, third day, um, padded my stats very well. Um, and made my, made my average look very respectable. So do, do you think the name change what was big for day, day three? Cause you, you were known as time Wiseman. The yeah. First I, days. Yeah. You know, I, Obviously, I, I I give a lot of shit out there, and I deserve they, a lot of shit. They fixed your name, but they left other people's wrong. So, you, I, so it must I will, have been a C five pull, hey Tim? No, no, little... no, no I, they, I, they they refused. To they refused. Names. Actually, the 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 one guy <laughs> behind the counter says, um, "You guys are all professionals. Learn how to learn just how, learn how to bowl and walked away." Um. So, uh, uh, you know what i i I do like to say that. Uh, that it it shouldn't mess me up. It didn't mess me up. I just uh, I got a little bit more razzing over time, and it's not the first time I got that over, over, over time. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was the first time that was a mistake. So, got it. Um, the, the lane, the lanes. I'll say play a lot different. Um, for a, they had different panels on the approach on certain lanes. On a few of them, yeah. So they geez. took. Uh, they're not the same kind of lanes that we have in Sherwood. Um, there's a there's a different panel for the uh, for the lanes and there's a different panel for the approach the the panel for the lanes is a little bit more glossy so when the humidity hits uh reacts differently then uh, i know the ontario team on 35 36 when they're practicing they chose not to practice um just because simply because they're blowing out their knees right and their backs so kind of, kind of give a little more perspective to it so there there's like five maybe six lanes there uh that actually had a panel that was essentially lane bed so as the final sliding panel. So once you hit it, it was much heavier on those particular lanes. Uh, lane 35 was literally unslidable. Um, and it was the practice lanes for the mixed team. Um, I saw like Rob Wilson, for example, uh, they watching them on our, one of our buys, uh, takes a couple steps and basically wrecked the rest of his day um, with, with that one bad slide. Uh, as Tim mentioned, uh, the, uh, the the Southern Ontario mixed team uh, decided not to even warm up. They decided to wait till till they actually got to the lane and then do some slides and, and go. Um, so there, there was another set, I think, right next door, 33-34. We, we played on it, uh, I think, day two, Tim, if I remember yeah, correctly, against Nova, Nova, Nova Scotia. Scotia. And uh, there, there's definitely noticeable. Uh, we, we all were just kind of using chalk and powders and stuff like that to kind of get through it on that. Uh, by the end of the day, they decided, you know, C5 decided to shut that set down and move those teams over to separate lanes. Um, 
uh, the lane 15 was, was brutal, especially for, for singles. Um, the, the, through the first two days, I had played three games there. I think I shot 180, 205, and 210 or something, something just terrible there. Uh, all, all three of them were, were horrible. Um, but, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at Mitch's comment here. Switch off that sit. Yeah, no, it, it's absolutely true. Um, they, they probably should have just shut that set down right from the start. And uh, there, there's, I think, enough um enough people complaining um the, the, the other option is everybody's got to play it as scheduled right so I, I don't really think you can shut it down for that um my understanding is that the uh, the official c5 word was they were having issues with the score which i have a hard time believing <laughs> um as did all the bowlers that, that were there so uh but uh yeah 15 was really noticeable i think uh, especially if the singles played all their matches on that and uh, obviously the teams were playing uh, but uh, it was significantly better than everything down on the high end uh, of, of the center. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it worked out okay. Um, yeah, we. So, so I like not. Let's we're not picking on the center or anything, but let's delve into a little bit. Do you think it's a grain difference in, like you said, it was a lane bed top instead of uh, an approach top? Was the grain just? It, it was it was like almost like a gloss like you know like you have like uh when you have paint you have your like say a primer and then you have uh then you have your semi gloss it was it was it was sort like of varnish yeah and it, and yeah. it just um it just it, there was nothing as soon as you hit it you were dead stopped right and then yeah. you mix in mix in all the rain and the humidity, humidity. Yeah. it just it just added it the funny thing is the front probably 22 lanes 24 lanes um was totally fine uh, as in like play, but the back lanes or the back 12 or regardless of it, it was significantly different just because uh, the door wasn't there. Maybe the AC was different down there. I, I heard I heard the AC and that uh, ended up uh, breaking down or something, and uh, there there was a leak in, in the roof with it. So I think they ended up having to shut it down uh, during the first day. So, so it de- definitely makes sense why it would be heavier and, and just just warmer in general down on that that side of it, right? Yeah, honestly, it's that's that's that specific thing seems to happen almost every other year. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it happened. It's in, crazy. It happened in Quebec too, right? So yeah, it, um, but I mean, it's summertime, and those those air conditioning units are not used to having that amount of people in the building. Yeah, at that time in the summer, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going to a national, especially, you know, the, the so-called veterans, right, to kind of, kind of know that that is a possibility. And it, quite frankly, that's exactly why we have to have those those uh, soul and heel combinations to, to, to make it comfortable. Um, or, you know, chalk is, is like the, the great equalizer. Um, it doesn't uh, doesn't leave any you know powder like film or anywhere right, and you can still get through slides. But he, even that on some of those high lanes was was borderline useless. So yeah, it was a lot different out there. Any any big matches that stick out for you guys during the round robin? Oh, there there was uh, a couple tight ones for sure. You know, I'll, maybe I I can talk about game eighteen. That one. Well, game seventeen. Game seventeen, we we <laughs> actually choked it, right? <laughs> so, we're, as we're talking about certain lanes, we made enough complaints. We didn't play thirty three, thirty four on the lanes that we 
you know, we did okay on. We go to three and four in middle of the ladies and beside a Newfoundland team. And the place was just bumping, right? It was, it was, it was loud. It was, loud. It was great. Oof. And it was great. Right. And, uh, I don't know if it had anything to do with that. Newfoundland came out hot and they stayed hot. Right. And we, it was probably our worst game in provincials and nationals combined. Right. We just didn't have it. Um, but we're looking at it. You know how points are so important. I knew we were up by 10 or we, I knew we were up by a decent chunk. If we beat Newfoundland, we don't have to worry about it, right? For the last game. So we go up there and we, we lay, like, lay an egg. Um, Kemp goes up there, bangs out 10, shave, chain shave punches, uh, and Kemp steals, steals that point. point. Where Brad was up, Brad, Brad didn't do anything in 10. And then um, I forget who was in four, steals his point. So it worked out that way. But that extra point made a big difference because we're going to 10, sorry, going to the last game up four and a half over them, right? Obviously, Newfoundland and, and Nova, uh, sorry, Northern. Northern, Northern are playing each other. Two sets past us, beside us, and we're playing BC. We had no, we, Adam could even agree, we weren't even looking at that. All our focus was being BC, winning the total, and getting the first seed. All that matters, uh, yeah. Um, so when we're playing game frame 10, Tyler wins his match over Bailey Lawson, right? And all of a sudden, we hear this cheer in the back, and it's Quebec. And we had no idea what was going on. We already had uh, our matches lined up. One was going to be a loss anyways. And uh, so we ended up getting seven points. That ends up being make, making uh, Quebec get in by half a point over BC. And we had no idea that was who, happening. Who we were playing in that last match. Who we were match. playing. So we weren't, we weren't doing anything like to, to make any difference. We are just focused on our game. And Nova Scotia shoots thirteen, a huge thirteen game against Ontario and knocks them out. Yeah, Ontario. So, <laughs> Ontario ended up missing by three and a half points, and they, they took yeah they shot just under thirteen hundred and took two um, to, to miss by yeah to miss by three and a half points. Um, the <laughs> three so teams fighting for that fourth spot. So that's all going on, and we had no idea. <laughs> right? yeah, we talk, just... talk about just focus, right? Because we, we did. We, we needed our total, right? Our total gets us to, to eight and a half regardless, right? One win in totals, and that's literally all we were focused on after that, you know, terrible game against the, the, the news just before it. So, yeah, yeah it kind of, kind of sucks. We, I think we shot uh, just over 3,000 or something, I think, against BC, both both those games. <laughs> um uh, th- th- 3,027. Yeah. 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 Ouch. A C- couple big ones. Uh, I know uh, Northern Ontario started out the uh, the, the step ladder with that, that big 16-12 with, with yeah, the buck huge. 90 in there. And actually what had the record, Greg hung a corner in 10, I think it was, right? So uh, That's absolutely insanity. 355, 338, 197, 373, 349. That is <laughs> disgusting. Do you know, and, and so we're sitting there, and you always wonder what team you, like, what team do you want to play, right? And I think... Never. I do, I do always, but... Um, Never. The, the the three the three teams in there all all were equally great teams exactly right? so, um, but you you should be wondering how many frames you're gonna throw <laughs> it was under twenty two and a half I took the under on <laughs> yeah, day two there, there, there was twenty two there... and a half Mitch gave me I took the under <laughs> yeah. and he got like twenty seven <laughs> frames in or some garbage because Lynn yeah. wouldn't pull him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, we looked at Northern. Obviously, it's like, man, um, whether we play Quebec, because Quebec is a great team. Uh, we Absolutely. have the home crowd and a, and a great team in uh, Newfoundland. And then we have Northern Ontario. And those guys are hungry because I know Greg and Taylor have made that step ladder how many times and not won a team gold yet. Um, so they're hungry. Seen them shoot the 1600. Then, then, then they then they did pretty good against uh, Newfoundland again. It was like, man, hopefully they're throwing all their strikes away, right? So um, they played great the entire time. 1600, yeah. 1359, 1304. Like you can't, you can't, you can't, you, you can't be upset about that. Those are all three of those are absolutely and, solid and, matches. And, and, and look at and look at. Uh, I mean, West played awesome. Matt played awesome. West West had over a thousand triple in the. Yeah. In the finals, right? I mean, yeah, that's absolutely. Um, so when we played them, obviously, it, you know, um, I guess I got pulled. I mean, I was sacrificial lamb. I think I just did one for the team. Um, <laughs> Kemp, 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 Kemp did amazing. Kemp came off, um, and that, I think that was a big part of our team during provincials and nationals. All our people that off the bench were always coming in with strikes, not just one yeah. or two, it was three or four. Um, uh, I think. For a spectator, that match was in what, what forty points max, probably back and forth the whole game. Pretty um, much, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know it was crazy. If somebody we all have, we have maybe a frame with a strike or one mark, and then all of a sudden we we throw a mark frame and they do the same thing, right? They like they have a, only they open up except for one mark, right? Um, so it kind of came back and forth. Tenth frame came down. West throws a big one. Tyler, oh, even even before one. that though, Timmy, like it, it was super close going into eight, and then we we threw a strike frame in nine, yeah. right? So so we we all threw strikes, which I rarely threw the fifth strike when the boys in front of me shot the first four. Um, so it's like so real it's, rare. It's pro league all over. <laughs> so all over again. Yeah. So then so so at least we we've got basically a strike frame going home. And they knew we were in at that point, right? So, because I, I think going going into that, we were down about seventy or eighty going into nine. They all had marks, and then all of a sudden, we start throwing. We have that chance going home. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, and then a West in that match, um, and then Kemp Kemp threw the I think Kemp threw a double in ten. I think. Yeah. Uh, something like yeah. that, and and Devin uh, ripped a deuce, right? And uh, and he spared it, but it just. It, I had a different feeling now after after Susie ripped that I I felt like we felt like there was um I felt like we kind of had a little bit tides have turned right um and then what was the third match Brett comes in throws a double which was big I thought and I think Taylor yeah. opened or Taylor chopped cherry or Taylor threw a chop maybe chop spare I think it was yeah at that that point it was over right and then when and then when Brett, uh, Brad throws first one in Matt Hong's corner we knew it was over right but. Yeah, yeah, I think like once Brett threw the the first one, we are in real good shape. Once he threw the second one, it was basically a virtual lock at that point. Yeah. And uh, you know, Brett, Brett had his 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 ups and downs, you know, through throughout the the whole nationals uh, experience. Uh, incredibly good that day one. Uh, struggle day two, bit of a struggle day three, but we knew coming into that one match that his best was going to show up, and he he showed up huge. Uh, especially in the biggest moments, so uh, real, real big kudos, Brett, for 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 that. You know, holding on to it. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, uh, it was it was a great moment for all of us, and uh, obviously feel super proud representing Alberta, right? And 
and then winning that for the for the boys so uh, and for everybody else at home it meant a lot to us um so that being said obviously we're big into stats um adam is now tied for the most golds for, for a, an Alberta bowler tied with bruce so um how does that make you feel there a little bit adam i'm still not ahead <laughs> right so there, there, there's still some some work to do um yeah it, it, every time i see anything like that it it starts putting things into into perspective a, a little bit right it's uh uh there, there there's always been two guys i've always chased you know in in, in bruce and gino um two two guys i, I consider the the absolute best this game has ever offered um obviously a little bias uh, out of alberta but um you know cc and bruce's name literally on every you know leaderboard of all time and uh, to be able to you know track him down and 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 uh, you know try to even exceed in in a few of those is uh it's kind of kind of mind-blowing to be to be perfectly honest so it's uh, it, it's tough to see um but uh yeah, there, there's still more work to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Big congratulations to you guys. Absolutely incredible. That is one of the best teams I've ever seen. So, um, it's absolutely incredible, incredible experience. You know, through through the the provincials. Um, you know, I guess you know, just just you know, hard checkers at provincials get through, and then I guess we did okay at uh, at nationals two AK. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it was good. Just, just a great experience. Played, played. Uh, you know, thirty six massive games. Uh, averaged two two eighty or whatever at provincials. Averaged two seventy here. Uh, had one stinker in thirty six games is un, unheard of. Yeah. Um, Adam, maybe you want you had a, a one ninety six out of one eighty one. So. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. You had no, two... no, no. Sorry, though the the team. Like oh, we, okay. we only had, we okay. we only had one one game under, like twelve. Yeah, that that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adam, I know you had the chance to get inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. How how was how did that mean to you? How much money? You, you know what? Uh, I, I I still haven't processed it. Um, I I, I it, it's uh, it, absolute honor. To, to, to be standing there next to, you know, Doug and, you know, Posty and, you know, Al Hong and, uh, you know, Terry, Terry Blake, like absolute legends of, of our sport, especially, you know, the open event where uh, I, I know the majority of the, the initial inductees were high performers in, in that particular event. Um, still, still feels like I'm too young for it. Um, I know the accomplishments are, are there um, based on, on the, the ranking system that they put in place. Yes, uh, I am there. Uh, did I think one day I would be there? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, I, I, I still feel that I'm at the best I've ever been in this sport. So I, I have a real hard time being able to, to fully grasp you know, the, the, the levity of it all. Um, but just, just being a, a part of that, that, that group and, and, you know, to, to, to join, you know, the incredible, you know, first, first class as well. Um, it, it, it's pretty humbling, right? It, uh, it puts a lot of things in, into perspective, uh, uh, all, all, all that hard work, dedication, um, 
you know, time into the sport, whether it's, you know, in the forefront or behind the scenes, um, literally thinking about the sport daily, right? It's, uh, uh, it's a mental grind for, for 25, 30 years, right? It's, uh, it's pre- pre- pretty incredible. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, I, I still haven't fully grasped. And uh, I know looking back, you know, down the road, it's going to be, it's going to be an absolutely huge moment. Um, yeah. I, think congratulations. Every, I think congratulations, absolutely well deserved. Um, yeah, the only thing I think it got wrong on that is that um, you're really not that young. <laughs> True for yeah, for yeah, for, <laughs> for that side of you know, to, you know, everybody can kind of compare a Hall of Fame. You know, to to they're, they're always thinking of the big four sports, right? Where for physically you you're unable to play at that level. Uh, at some point of your career um and then you know it goes to, to you know the big votes and and having to do all that the, the the problem with our sport is you know we still have high cast high class players you know in their 60s 70s yeah. Yeah. you know they, they can still play maybe not at the 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 level that they you know originally could um but it's yeah no i i i think down the road i i, I was going to be in there at some point um just right right now it's it, it's so difficult to process totally. because i still believe there's more to be done i think I, I i think i can get better but it could change at any point you almost Absolutely. got hit by a car you no, almost it, got hit it, by a car it is true it is true that could have been you there. know no he would have bounced off and he has a lot of extra stuff on him so. I, I i we literally almost died in newfoundland <laughs> that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah um I, I yeah, it, you know it was it was not a dry eye in that house for the all the inductees. I think McCall, well, Dougie McCall cried. Unreal. Terry Blake cried. Uh, well, I, Adam has no emotion. He didn't cry. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, Bobby O's wife was unbelievable. What, what what a speech! It was it was amazing speech she said, and uh, I have to really give her kudos to that to come up there um, during that time and say such an amazing speech about Bobby. And, and the sport, um, it was really good to have. So, it was, and it could happen in a better place, right? Obviously, in Newfoundland for that to happen. Yeah, so. absolutely, per- perfect timing. Yeah, it was perfect that way. Yeah, so. you could definitely tell he he was he was very much missed uh, when we were out there. It's just yeah. so something was just a little off. So something was missing. He was um, the heartbeat, right? He he was, he was yeah, the proverbial heartbeat. I agree. Well, big congratulations, guys. Absolutely well-deserved. Incredible tournament. Um, yeah, legendary. Both of you guys now. No. No. Once a Hall of Famer, I, I'm just, I ride you guys at coattails. That's all I do. Could have summed it up better myself. You, you know how... <laughs> That's a cookie. <laughs> you, you know how the point system works, so are you eligible now? No. I, I, I There's so many more people ahead of me. Um, I know, but... but... So there's a point I, system, no, right? No, I, I will clarify how the system works again. So uh, I always say the, the way they, they did induction at the beginning, um, they had to figure out a way to get people in properly, right? So they did a point system. They still have it, um, but it did to find out the first 10 people. Uh, now you have the point system and each, each province gets it. And you guys either go off the point system or with, with the way the Hall of Fame um, resume or nomination form works is that you can add in masters 
You can add cash tournaments, television, everything else like that. So you can really build uh, a resume for for somebody out there. So um, for Kerry, he has a gold medal, right? In in the Open, he has a gold medal in the Masters, right? How many cash events is he? Perfect games. For you, really can build a resume. It's a, as far as I'm concerned, C five is running the Hall of Fame, but it's it's a Canadian Hall of Fame. That's how I look at it. So um, there's a lot of people out there that are well, much deserving. Um, and I, I just really hope that the provinces um, put the right best people forward. That's all. Right? So. That's the yeah, that's my question. You got enough points to get eligible? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't have enough points. I think you uh, do, right? Because how many goals do you have? You have four out of five attempts. I have no all-stars. I, I have four goals, and you know, okay, I don't like to, to toot my own horn. I don't like talking about it. And you, Carrie knows that. Everybody. That's knows why that. I'm asking, because yeah. I'm asking, not you're not tooting your um, own horn. I'm asking you. It, it was it was a pretty like it was a pretty cool um, it was a pretty cool thing to look at who's won goal, four goals in Alberta. Uh, it's Jan Anderson, Tom Stevenson, Gino, right. Um, all the and Lawrence Lawrence Faubert, those are all legends, and you have Adam and Bruce. So, for me to be in that, I, I obviously I feel like I'm the odd man out, right? I just don't um, understand why you won't answer my question. Do you have enough points? I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know, and obviously I think you do. I think you're you're sidestepping this. I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, maybe. Well, I maybe, will find out for you. Maybe, maybe if Adam didn't steal two singles away from me, um, and maybe if I didn't lose two <laughs> two open uh, two master singles. Um, I might have a better chance, but I, uh, I'll, I'll keep on riding people's coattails until I even have a chance. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there, there's, there's so much left out there, right? Yeah, so. that, that answer bugs me as well, Timmy. So, yeah, that, that, that's a painful end to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, one day I truly believe all three of you will be in there. We'll see. We will truly we'll believe it. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, I think I think it's on the right track. So, tell us how you real feel. He won't tell us shit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say shit around here. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, obviously, great C five open. Um, we could we could touch in like we kind of briefly spoke about the the no audio and stuff like that. We could pick apart every little piece of the event but overall it was obviously amazing all the players loved it the the people from outside of the rock were watching we yep. we kind of got the gist of what everything was going on it was more word of mouth than what was actually we could find um but c5 kept up on the stats you just had to keep refreshing the page and you got to watch people bowl so it was good it was good in the end so yeah. yeah, congratulations to the committee. I know you guys yeah. fought through some things that you guys yeah. never wanted to fight through, and um, out of your own control. Yeah, ex exactly. So kudos, kudos to you guys for finding a way to make it all work. And uh, yeah, it, it from everything, it sounds like it went really well. And the things that good. the the things that happened happened, and that's not on your on your fault. Uh, just congratulations on a great tournament overall. So. Yeah. Next year, it's in Edmonton. I can probably spill some beans on upcoming things. It will be at Bonnie Dune. 
and uh, we will be staying at the Radisson on the Shore Park Freeway. So we're just getting everything hooked up there. Um, pretty excited. I know uh, probably have the five pin five five peak you crew out there to do the uh, live streaming. Um, and uh, we have some sponsors already coming in, uh, working with Alley Cat and stuff like that. So cheap drinks at the hotel. That's what we want. Uh, and maybe, maybe it might be 5P brew there. Who knows? Right. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe. uh, yeah. So, uh, we're look, really excited to have you guys in Edmonton. So cool. 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 We're good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Uh, do we have anything lined up? I don't know. I know oh. it's summer, so we're probably not going to be hitting every week here for everybody that's watching, but we do have, uh, some WCBT stuff coming up that there'll be some streams going on and um, yeah, obviously five pin pro league is, is in the works. I know DB has been working behind the scenes a lot on it. So I think we're going to have maybe that announcement next week. So yeah. And, and Tim, we have somebody on next week, don't we Tim? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, lovable I... Nick Utley. Um, hopefully. Utley. <laughs> I believe awesome. that was a. I believe that was a heavily intoxicated conversation in Red Deer between <laughs> Carrie, Carrie and Nick. If I remember you know right. No, no, not you. Okay. Not in, in, in all fairness, Nick has a lot of great things he's done for the sport. Absolutely. Um, he's very um, strong-willed, and maybe he doesn't budge on things. Maybe that could be his downfall. But everything he's ever done has been. Um, it's been for the sport. It's been out of the kindness of his heart, and uh, I think he has some done some really good good ideas in the past. So we, we talk about people with passion, and he is a guy that that has absolute passion. So it it will be it will be a, a he loves talking the game. It'll be good. It'll be really good. I just hope he doesn't hold back for you boys at all. And I hope he gets a haircut. Do you know what oh. I, I? I have a. I, 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 I have a Brad I have a Brad Marchand jersey I can wear for the podcast. I know he loves it. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> we'll get him riled up right away. Yeah, you betcha. All right, are we good? Are we good? All we're right, good. we're good. All right, thanks yeah. everybody. Thanks guys. We'll see you thanks next everybody. Week. Okay. Take care, guys. Bye.